Hello and welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. I'm Lizzie and today we'll be talking about the rise of the relaxed dress code. We'll be looking at why this is becoming more popular and the possible pros and cons that employers need to consider. I'm joined today by Ashley and Demi. So this is a topic that I'm really going to enjoy talking about today, mainly because choosing what to wear every day can be a bit of a dilemma. There's definitely been days where I can see the benefit of having a uniform, so that choice is taken out of my hands. So whilst for some businesses a uniform is an obvious choice, like customer-facing organisations or perhaps for health and safety reasons in some environments, in the vast majority of workplaces, employees are able to choose what they wear for work. So we all know that fashions change, and I can say that even in the time I've been working in an office environment, what's acceptable to wear to work has changed. Particularly for women, I think the line between workwear and casual wear has lessened. So are dress codes still relevant? Um, yes, I think they are. Um, obviously, it depends what environment you're working in. Like you've mentioned, obviously, in the corporate world, a more formal dress code is going to be needed. In modern businesses now, though, with the more younger generation, there is a lot more flex in what people are allowed to wear. Yeah, and it definitely depends on where, obviously, people are going to work. For example, as we were saying, customers facing. If, um, for example, you worked in a bank, um, it wouldn't be appropriate to sort of have a relaxed dress code. People coming in that bank wouldn't know who sort of was working there, if they needed any help, information. Um, so it definitely does depend on the environment um, that someone is going to work in. And that's going off, obviously, if you work for a company like that, then that is a formal dress code that they are going to impose on you because it's brand recognition, they want you to be recognisable straight away. So they are going to have parameters as to what you can wear. Then when you go out into the office world, it is then more relaxed on day-to-day what people are allowed to wear. I mean, if you're going to much more creative environments like a project d- development, design, uh, the dress codes are very, very relaxed. As recruiters, I think it's important that we prep our candidates and make them aware of the culture that they're going into. So if you... That's why it's key that you must know your customers, you must know your clients, you need to be out there so that you can gauge their work culture, so that you can prep your candidate before they go. You wouldn't want to send your candidate into a very relaxed atmosphere, very formally dressed. It could put them on the back foot straight away. Do you agree? Yes, definitely. So we've obviously covered off some businesses do have a uniform, but if we're talking about people that can choose what to wear, the dress code might just be simply described as... I've heard all sorts of words being used, sort of business smart or smart casual, and then the other end of the spectrum is very casual to relaxed. So if you just heard those words alone, would you know what that meant? Would you know what you could and couldn't wear to work? No, in short, no. It's like when you get smart casual to a wedding. How smart do you go? How casual do you go? It's all personal preference, isn't it? I mean, me personally, my advice always would be, if you're unsure, I would always go for a more formal approach. Yeah, I agree. I mean, going back to obviously what we said, this is why it's so important for recruiters to understand um, the businesses that we're recruiting for, because we can then go into that business um, and explain to candidates what business smart is, what smart casual is. People have different takes on what type of thing that is. I mean, to me, smart casual would be jeans, um, but to other people, it might mean sort of trousers and a sort of a polo top rather than a shirt. So it definitely... I don't think to everybody has different takes on what they think they think those dress codes are. And I definitely think there's a lot of variance between male and females. So, uh, 
for, for me, for example, it's always a case of, you know, shirt and tie, a suit. The parameters are maybe not as wide as what they maybe are for females in the workplace. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know sort of women, when they go to work, obviously they can be more flexible. They've got dresses, trousers, skirts, and especially with footwear. I know sort of a lot of people now in offices, they will wear a skirt and in the summer months would probably wear sandals. But if a male probably went into work with sandals, would that be appropriate sort of business wear? Possibly not. So yeah, definitely more flexibility for women. And do we think that that leaves businesses open to being sexist though? I mean, I've seen stories in the press even in the last year where women have been told that they have to wear a skirt and high heels um, or, you know, even so extreme as, you know, having to dye their hair blonde. I mean, that's obviously a very extreme example. And and clearly, um, you know, those kind of employers do gain themselves a bad reputation. But it obviously is, it's obviously important for employers to exercise a degree of caution in when they draw up a dress code because... Are they going to leave themselves open to being criticised if they have one rule for women and one rule for men? I mean, for example, like Demi, you said, women can wear skirts. You know, they've you know they've got much more flexibility. Whereas for men, I mean, in the hot summer months, is it conducive to productivity for men to be made to wear a suit and tie? Again, it depends in what environment you're working in. I think the world that we live in, ever-changing as it is, is that we will see more challenges on the dress code as people do like to express themselves differently than, say, what they would have, you know, 10 years ago. But I think in terms of businesses, um, you have to be susceptible now that if you have a dress code that... I think the, the your more traditional structure of a dress code might be challenged as as people do look to push the boundaries in the, in, in the world that we live in today. I mean, in terms of men and women differences, I mean, obviously, it's much more difficult for men to express themselves with the uh, shirt and tie. And it's obviously a lot, it, it can be more difficult for a man to express themselves because there are limited options. But I think we definitely will see that challenged in the workplace uh, as time goes on. But does having a dress code sort of remove that ambiguity? So employees know what they can and can't wear to work. So is that a good thing? I think it is because it, it's, it's all dependent on environment and culture. So if you are in an office-based environment where you're maybe not going to be meeting clients or it's not so much of a formal uh, business, then the dress code can be relaxed. For example, if I was going out on a client visit, I'm going to see a new prospective client, I would expect that I would be to dress more formally. I think first impressions are key. So it might not necessarily always be around what you're wearing or the uniform, but there has to be an element of effort there that you are going to make a good first impression. Do we think that employees could be put off by too strict a dress code in this day and age? We talk a lot, we hear a lot in the, in the media about millennials coming into the workforce and, and they might come in with some preconceived ideas and, and how they dress might be a big part of who they are. Is it, you know, is it fair to say that that's how they express themselves and is it more important that actually they do a really good job rather than what they look like you know is there that element to it and by therefore a business sort of being very prescriptive about what people can and can't wear being very formal is that going to put off this potential huge talent pool that we're seeing coming into the recruitment market these days well potentially it could obviously but i think the key is like we said it's all about environment so if, if you're maybe not so much client faced and you're working in an office where you're not representing necessarily the face of the company the face of the business then then 
you will have a lot more relaxed dress code. Yeah, and it's also it's all also about the sort of the culture um, of the business itself. I do think I, we keep going back to it. It does depend on the type of business you're going to work in. Obviously, if you're front facing. I know we went back earlier to corporate businesses or with customer facing. It wouldn't be right probably to be at work in your casual clothes. You wouldn't be recognised as working for the business. People wouldn't know who to approach. So it may be off-putting for some people to not have a relaxed dress code. But obviously there's a fine line there that there has, I do think, got to be some sort of guideline from the employer of what people are expected to wear. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, Ash touched on it earlier. I think we've been seeing a lot in creative environments. A relaxed dress code's been the norm for probably quite a few years. But big companies who might have been, you know, described as corporate, JP Morgan, General Electric, IBM, have all recently made a commitment to a more relaxed dress code as part of an effort to attract younger employees. A reduction in sort of a traditional business culture is seen as a major advantage. Yeah, and obviously when we see big businesses take decisions like this, inevitably that will slowly filter down, as it is with these types of things. So if big companies like that are making that commitment, it's obviously a, uh, in, in terms of trying to attract a younger pool of candidates. Yeah, and I do think, like you say, obviously, if they start doing that and it sort of works its way down, if everybody dressed in that way, then it probably would be appropriate. But if you've sort of got a mixed bag of people if some people are going for the smart casual other people might prefer to be smart for work they like to wear a suit they like to be sort of dressed up smartly I think you've we've all got to go sort of the same way so you can't have a mixture of people smart and a mixture of people that's why there does need to be sort of guidelines from your employer. I, I agree, and actually the stats back that up. 78% of people said that they would still maintain a smart appearance even if the dress code was relaxed. I mean, and that is personal preference. Me personally, I would always probably attend work in a shirt and tie. I feel that it sets me for the day, I'm ready for work. When I get my work clothes on, it's almost like I get my work head on. And the stats, the stats do show that. Um, also in Stormline study, a study said that 61% of employees are more productive when there's a, a relaxed dress code. But again, that is all down to personal preference. Yeah, I mean, I've always, me sort of personally found that, like you say, in the morning you get up, you're getting ready for work, you know you're going to work. Me going sort of in relaxed, co- relaxed dress code, I just think it's, it doesn't set you up for the day like you are going to work. And a lot of people obviously have dressed down Fridays, don't they? So people do go in on a Friday, but I think in a lot of those, the guidance would be that it's a dress down Friday, but if you were going out on a client visit or you are seeing customers or a a formal meeting or interview, that you would then dress appropriately. So you maybe would opt out on the dress down Friday. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's interesting for employers to consider, perhaps if there's employers out there that are thinking about whether a relaxed dress code would be for them, perhaps introduce a dress down Friday and see how you get on. And and obviously, if people come to work and you don't think that they're representing your business how you want it to be represented, then perhaps you know that, you know, you maybe need to have more control. Whereas if it actually is successful and your staff are happier and more productive, potentially, then, you know, perhaps it would be the right thing to do for a particular business to relax that dress code. So I think another really interesting topic that kind of is related is talking about piercings and tattoos because 
whilst clothing can be changed, um, these things are more permanent. So, and they've certainly become more common. Apparently, according to statistics, over 30% of people aged 25 to 39 have got a tattoo or some form of body art. So, should employers be more lenient? Oh, that's a difficult one because it, it all depends on the job role because you know, there are certain jobs that you would not be allowed if you had a tattoo on your face or they, or they it would seriously degrade your chances of getting that role. You know, if you are front of house representing a company uh, and, and that doesn't sit with, with that company's ethos, its branding, then, then, then it is going to mean that you potentially limiting your roles. Yeah, and you have got to think about sort of, like you say, customer facing that could be off-putting for some people. They may not find that person sort of approachable. Um, it definitely obviously depends where the tattoos are, the body art, where the piercings are. Somebody's whole body could be covered in tattoos, but you wouldn't ever know. I think it definitely depends where those um, things are. If somebody had, like, tattoos on their face or some sort of piercings... Or if that tattoo was offensive. Offensive. It yeah, just it might not be sort of appropriate for a customer-facing role. However, like we were saying earlier, sort of an office-based role where you're not customer-facing, would it really matter if somebody's, as long as they're sort of doing their job well and it wouldn't matter? It possibly wouldn't matter. It, doesn't, it shouldn't matter, but it, it does. Because if you are represented, when you, when you work for a company, you're representing that company. And the risk that they have is that you are representing them in front of a client or a potential customer. And if that customer is has you know a negative view of your piercing or tattoos then it will be detrimental to that company and some companies won't take that risk so it all goes down to first impressions really i mean we've all heard of the saying dress for the job you want do we still think that's relevant today 100 percent. yeah definitely i mean i sort of obviously in recruitment sending people out um to our clients they're sort of representing us as well um, it's always really important to make sure that they're clean, tidy. Obviously, we are prepping them for the job they go to. We're telling them that, obviously, if you make an effort, is it showing that you're then sort of very interested in the role? I always definitely tell my candidates when they're going out there to sort of I tell them what the culture of the business is, the environment, so they know what to expect when they're going there, so then they know how to present themselves. Yeah, first impressions are still absolutely vital. The minute you, you enter a room with a potential customer, a potential candidate, those first impressions, obviously self-explanatory, but you only get to make that impression once. I think what we're saying overall from our discussion today is that dress codes do actually still have a place in many businesses. But if you are going to have one, I think businesses need to consider if it's going to fit in their company's culture and what they want to achieve by it. What kind of atmosphere are you trying to create internally? And what kind of message do you want to send externally to your customers? I think what we're saying is dress codes don't necessarily need to be overly prescriptive and consider whether you can do a compromise such as a dress down Friday. Um, that's something that we do in our business. So if you're thinking of going for a more relaxed approach, trial it even for a few months, do it for one day a week and see what impact it has on your business.